Hey there, this is the Famous Podcast for the final week of April 2012, heading into the first week of May. We're working to become your home for true classic country. I'm Lawrence with the band The Famous, and we are glad that you found us here on the podcast. And big news just announced by the good folks at the Great American Music Hall, Saturday, June 9th. The Famous will be part of a huge night of music with the Shants, the Rogers, and the Dirty Hand Family Band headlining as Shelby Ash delivers yet another great twang-bang show, and we are thrilled to be a part of it. More specific details to come next week on the show, but mark those calendars now. June 9th, the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco, and a big show for The Famous. We certainly hope to see you there. News also soon to emerge about the third annual San Francisco Giants Brewfest, and The Famous carrying on the tradition of playing at the ballpark before the game, so a big summer taking form in the form of live shows. Plus the third album and much, much more. This podcast, though, rolls on with classic country, some NASCAR talk, and more. We will preview the race at Talladega this coming weekend in moments. But first, Roy Newman and his boys with Better Get Off Your High Horse. Then we go straight to the fast lane. Now you better get off your high horse, whoa, baby. Riding kind of high tonight. I know that you ain't a high horse, but oh, baby. The way you're treating me is not right. time for Fee in the Fast Lane, and we're taking this thing over this week by going deep into what happened this past weekend as NASCAR was racing under the lights in Richmond, Fee. But uh, before we talk about this coming weekend in Talladega, you got to tell me what the heck happened to J.J. on his way looking for that 200th win for Mr. H. Well, he uh, safe to say he and uh, Tony Stewart had the two fastest cars there. Uh, yeah, I know Carl Edwards led the most laps, but that's because he started uh, second. But uh, Smoke and Jimmy started uh, 24th and 27th, I believe, respectively. I know Jimmy was 27th. And they just both sliced through the field like butter. 
Jimmy had a problem on his first pit stop, sliced back through the field, and uh, it was setting up for a nice little shootout, I thought, between him and uh, Smoke at the end. But Jimmy got caught with a penalty on pit road, uh, showing once again what a team sport he is. He, uh, he had to stop, start at the back of the field and uh, ended up driving back up to six, which isn't bad, but uh, definitely had a chance to win that thing. Well, it shows you how fast the car was, and i got to give you a lot of credit. I mean, last week we were talking about what was to come in Richmond. You said, look, you got to look at the local guy. you got to look at the guy who'd won the last race in Kansas, Denny Hamlin. you got to look at Kyle Busch, who has now won four straight in Richmond, going one past the King, who had won three straight there in spring races. But uh, afterwards, you had a pretty irate Tony Stewart, but you also had pretty elated Kyle Busch. You know, it's just something that keeps going well for us. And this place has always been great to me. You know, I've run well here in the Cup cars for a long time and won my first Nationwide Series race here. So uh, it's just, I guess, being the Last week of April, first week of May, um, you know, birthday week, it's always kind of fun, too. One here on my birthday a few years ago and um, coming up on another birthday. So every time we come to Richmond in the spring, it's it's really good. But yet I feel really bad because I'm getting older. So Kyle, pretty happy, and he should be. Yeah, I mean, the guy absolutely loves that place, like you mentioned, four in a row. And uh, between he and Denny Hamlin, they have it figured out. Joe Gibbs Racing as a whole, they've always loved that place. And, uh, you know, he was just lingering the whole time, top three, top four, uh, Kyle was, and he was very opportunistic at the end. And when he smells blood in the water, he knows how to finish the deal. All right, so that's Kyle, but what about Smoke and why he was a little bit pouty afterwards? Well, Smoke, uh, he had the race to win. Once Jimmy got his penalty uh, and uh, Carl Edwards got a penalty, he was the class of the field. He had a couple-second lead with just 13 laps left, and then a debris caution, the famous debris caution, which uh, uh, comes out and uh, ended up, uh, he claimed afterwards that it was a uh, plastic bottle of uh, water on the back stretch. It wasn't even in the racing groove. That wiped away his lead. All the cars had, uh, then came down pit road to pit. His guys got him out second behind uh, Kyle. Kyle went on to uh, win, and Smoke was not happy afterwards, both with his team and NASCAR for throwing the flag. Well, maybe he can regain his footing this coming weekend at Talladega. You know, it's really a crapshoot. What, what are you going to find this weekend when anyone in the field can win at Talladega? It's a total crapshoot. If uh, you know who's going to win right now, yes, there's favorites. Uh, but, I mean, you could take 43 drivers, put it in a hat, and – it is one of two tracks, that place in Daytona, that literally anybody could win. Joe Nemechek could just as easy be in uh, victory lane on Sunday as uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I mean, that's how ridiculous it is. Uh, um, the favorites will be, uh, I believe, it'll be Kevin Harvick. He loves running that place. RCR is always strong. They're dating back to when old man Earnhardt used to run there so well. Uh, Dell Jr., he's obviously, as we mentioned, riding high, loves that place. No better track for him to go than that place. Um, Dark Horse, look for, believe it or not, Regan Smith or Kurt Busch uh, to show you how anybody can win it. They always run strong uh, there. And, uh, you know, again, if you pick the winner of this week's race, it'll be on just luck because anybody could win. That's why you're the best. That's Fee. That's Fee in the fast lane. And now we go to a cut from our very first album, Light Sweet Crude. It's a little song we'll dedicate to Tony Stewart this week. It's called Tear. Well, don't look at the clock. It's 4 a.m. And when you leave tonight, you'll never come back again. I tried so hard to be tried and true. But there's just one more thing I gotta say to you. 
Since you're thinking tonight of leaving with him Well, I promise you'll regret it when you're old and gray And love's left you Well, you can roll me down to the end of the line You can knock nine down and leave one outside I never met no one as me as you You never tried so hard to tear my heart out You never tried so hard to tear my heart out 5am there's a knock on the door He best not show his face round here no more Gunning for me, yeah with you that's just two more things that he'll never do you can take my money you can hit my ride you better pray on sunday i don't step outside and kick his precious head in well you can roll me down to the end of the line you can shoot five out and leave one inside i swear that's the last thing that you'll ever do You never tried so hard to tear my heart out You never tried so hard to tear my heart out Welcome here no more. You never tried so hard. You never tried so hard. You never tried so hard to tear my heart out. All right, we wrap things up with the Sweet Violet Boys and Walking in My Sleep. We'll see you soon. Walking in my sleep, walking in my sleep. Wasn't making no four-day creep while walking in my sleep. The gal I love lived across the hall with no clothes on. I seen another mule sticking in my stall with no clothes on. Walking in my sleep beginning with no clothes on The door was locked and I walked in with no clothes on Walking in my sleep, baby, walking in my sleep Wasn't making no four-day creep while walking in my Had a gun in his hand with no clothes on. 
Don't 